1: Hello and welcome to the show. We are those conspiracy guys. I'm Gordo. And I'm Steve. And welcome to this true crime episode all about the Lake Bottom murders. That's B-O-D-O-M, not B-O-T-T-O-M. But we will be... But we will pronounce it yeah, yeah, Lake yeah, Bottom. Much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, these murders uh, happened in 1960 in Finland and they're one of the strangest, most unsolved cases in Finnish history.
0: Yeah, very grisly. Apparently it's not that much murder in Finland. Yeah, not a lot. Finland. Not a lot of murder. Not an awful lot. And any sort of murder. crime generally is domestic <laughs> crime. There's a bit of slapping around the place. Yeah. There might be a husband killing a wife and sitting there waiting for the cops to come back. But generally speaking, this sort of business yeah. isn't everyday despite My- what the bridge and uh, Sarah Lund and the killing <laughs> would have you believe. yeah. yeah.
1: That's all uh, the, the the Nordic uh, murder sprees. Yeah, they do murder a few pints of a Friday, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but that's about it. Um, those conspiracy guys is a podcast for those of you that are over here from Spin FM. Uh, we did this on Spin, and you should be listening to that if you've listened today on the radio. Uh, we are a, a a podcast. We talk about conspiracy theories in a kind of a funny and candid manner. And if uh, if uh, you get offended, then. Uh, well, you probably should be listening. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yes, sorry in the about wrong that. Place.
1: Yeah, sorry about your sensibilities. Uh, we are on all the social media, so we're on uh, Facebook, Facebook dot com slash alls conspiracy guys. We're on Twitter at t conspiracy guys, and we're being joined live in the uh, chat room on Discord by the lovely folks over at Patreon. Patreon's the lifeblood of the show. Uh, it's a, a creator space where. Uh, fans can donate money to to the creators to to help them out and help keep their shows nice and fresh and funded uh so the discord server is an app that you can download where you can join in with voice or with text and right now uh we've got a lot of people in our discord server listening to us doing this live you're listening to this in the future so hello future and uh these guys are going to be commenting through the show so i'm going to be reading out uh, some of their comments as we as we join along if you want to join in the next time Head over to patreon.com slash those conspiracy guys and drop a dollar, help the show out, and uh, you can join in and get your get your comments read right out on the air. So, with that, we're going to talk about the Lake Bottom Murders. Um, if you have anything that you want to talk about, uh, with regards to this topic or anything that we bring up in the show, you can email us info at those conspiracy guys, and we do take correction. I reserve the right to be wrong, but at the same time, uh, I like being corrected, or we can we can make some uh, yeah some alterations, yeah, or we do. yeah, yeah. It's not the uh, it's not the definitive work. Yes. This is just uh, this is just us taking the dalliance at the true crime. So if something if something we got uh, we got wrong, just email us at info at those conspiracy guys and let us know. Or if you want to join in or, or proffer a theory, this one is fucked up. This episode, yes, yeah, this and, theory it's is, and it's totally open ended. And uh, it's totally open ended. Absolutely, like uh, one of those um, uh, Tenga uh, like wank toys. It's just totally open ended, man. <laughs> Both sides. Um,
0: so you could be joined by a friend.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Touching tips. And these these guys, like, these four kids died in Finland in... Three. What can, what can, well, three, yeah, sorry. What In what can only be considered the first teen murder movie. The first Friday the 13th pretty and the first yeah. Final Destination. These kids got smushed, right?
0: Absolutely. Whacked, stabbed and smashed.
1: Yeah, it's, it's pretty shocking. Uh, joining us then in the show is the wonderful comedian, uh, father, lover, brother... Uh, beard fashioner.
0: Yep, pointy beard owner. Pointy
1: beard owner. Stephen Elliott, uh, fantastic comedian. If you want to join him or tell him how awesome he is, at Lance Handsome on Twitter, uh, or he he gigs all over Dublin. You can go and uh, clap one hand after the other and tell him how great he is. Uh, so thanks for joining us on the show, Steve. Thanks for having me. You're you're a, you're a stalwart, those conspiracy guy. I am indeed. I'm so, balls deep <laughs> to the shaft. Yeah. So uh, the Lake Bottom murders, bananas. We talked about it on the radio today. It was sh- sh- fucking crazy.
0: So crazy, a band named themselves after.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heavy metal. Uh, on Saturday, the 5th of June. 1960.
0: 1960,
1: lads. Yeah, so we're going back. Mm-hmm. Uh, 14 years were found dead on the shores of Lake Bodom, uh, which is only 22 kilometers away from Helsinki. And that's in Finland. Yep. Uh, in a small area known as
0: Espoo. <laughs> I
1: know, I know. And uh, between four and six in the morning, some, you know, murderous soul kicked their tent down, yep. jumped up and down on top of them, bet them with rocks, and then stabbed them a wreck at times. Yep. And then got away without any, leaving any DNA evidence, and was never arrested and never tried and never convicted. Yep.
0: even one sole survivor. Yeah. Left to tell the tale.
1: One of the One of the four kids, right?
0: Yeah. Of a large, shrouded... ...creature with red eyes.
1: Mm, smells like bullshit to me, boy.
0: Tell me about it. So,
1: so So, what, so tell us what, bring us through it then. What happened on that on that fateful summer night?
0: So, it started off like like any lovely tale would. Two couples, uh, two boys, uh, both 18 years old, and yeah. two girls, 15 years old. Wait, 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 what? Yeah. They, they decided to go out camping. Two 18-year-old lads, young, dumb, and full of cum... Take two fifteen year old girls. Ah. It's the sixties. I'm sure that stuff was allowed. Look at uh, Elvis.
1: Or the BBC. <laughs>
0: so <laughs> So so these guys eighteen and fifteen for the girls. Yeah, so the girls, um Mally Mally, M- Miley, Miley? I'd say Miley Cyrus. Miley Bjorkland, she was fifteen. Uh she was going out with Nils. Nils. Wilhelm Gustafsson. Gustafsson. And he was 18, and he was the only survivor. And Anja Mackie was 15, and she was going out with Seppo Boysman, uh who was 18. And they all went out to go camping, fishing, and he brought some alcohol with them. I'm sure some cigarettes, I'm sure wait, yeah. a lot of condoms, a little bit of lube, maybe some schmuckers. We'll see. <laughs> and they went out there for uh, a great night. Now, they went out, a bit of fishing, had a few drinks, and then as they slept after a night of drinking alcoholic lemonade.
1: Yeah, that's what they do, yeah.
0: Is that the thing? Is that just what? Just like what?
1: I lived in Estonia for a while, yeah. and you could go in and buy stuff that looks like soft drinks. Yeah. And if you drink six of them, you're get you fucked up. They're like they had like gin, but it was like it tasted like bitter lemonade. Yeah, like Mike's hard lemonade. Gord says in the in the <laughs> in the chat room. Um, yeah, it's like uh, just like fizzy pop, like uh, what were those things called? B- Bacardi Breezers. Remember them?
0: Yeah, oh jeez, you could be, I mean like if you were used to drinking whiskey or something proper. Or yeah, and somebody gave you Pots a Breezer, you'd knock it back and all of a sudden your your legs are pissed after six of them and the yeah. rest of you feels fine. You're
1: like, I'm grand, but I can't see. Uh, Gr- Christine? Christine? Yeah, legal age of
0: 16 for what, drinking or for
1: everything? For everything, I think. So they mature faster in Finland.
0: We should probably do a live show. Finland, I'm thinking, it'd probably be a good place to go. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll do a live com, uh, Comcast with uh Philip Garido. Tell him what he's missing. But uh, so the the forum, they go to the to the the lake, they go into their tent, uh, and they go asleep somewhere between four and six. The tent, uh, the tent, uh, lines are cut. Yeah, and the tent falls on them. While they're in there rummaging around, doing their best Diatlov Pass impression, uh, persons or, or a person unknown uh, starts bludgeoning them with like a rock or a pipe and a knife. So during this frenzied attack, uh, Miley Bjorklund is stabbed and beaten. Anyamaki is stabbed and beaten. Seppo Boisman is stabbed and beaten. And Niels Gustafsson is merely beaten. He got a bop at the back of the head. Yeah, and maybe you a, a few... slap or
1: something in the jaw. Yeah, so and he then he had... got a couple of light, just peppered with a light stabbing.
0: Yeah, just just a just a like for, for yeah for stabbing. Yeah, yeah. just a, a sprinkle of stabbing on him, and he was found outside of the tent
1: with Miley with
0: his with his girlfriend at on the time, top of the tent Miley. outside. Yeah, and now Miley was naked from the waist down. Suspicious which is like, now I've, I was listening to some reports about this and other podcasts about it, and somebody said, well, maybe she was just sleeping like that. Yeah, because... That's what you do. You get a bit warm from the waist yeah. down and you, you pull your tweeds down to your knees let and your, go... Let your,
1: let your flaps be free.
0: Exactly, yeah. Get a nice breeze going it'll across. Finish,
1: to... It'll finish flap freeness. <laughs> Freedom. Freedom. Free our finished flaps.
0: Yeah. So uh, a, couple of, a couple of kids happen along them the following morning. I think the kids are like 10 or 11 years old. And they're just rambling around. And they they see the tent, but they're more interested in the motorcycles that they, they come up there on. And they have a yes. look at them and go, that's quite nice. And they see a man with longish blonde hair walking away from the camp out towards the water. That
1: would be weird to me. I'd be like, okay, yeah. there's two people lying in a collapsed tent. They yeah. thought there were they sunbathing. Yeah. And they went over to your one and they were like, no pants, eh? Hmm, 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 hmm. You know? A little bit... Yeah, yeah, and then went. Oh, they're all stabbed yeah. and bludgeoned. Quick, well, run away! <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah. pretty fucked. Dude, these two lads were allegedly bird watching, which is what you say when you're uh, peeping tom, I guess. Yeah, and it's 1960. To fuck all else for doing in Finland, right? Exactly. uh But after seeing after seeing that, like they didn't go and report to the police. Didn't report, it. like you know what I mean? Your man Nils yeah. is still alive, and he's like
0: <laughs> not able to get up or yeah. anything like that. He's jangled on top of the fucking tent. Yeah,
1: on top of two the two bodies of his yeah. friends. Mm. and
0: then it, t- it took a, like a jogger a hiker to come along and be like what's going on here then yeah. so he stra- uh, rambles on over and he sees that uh, Niels is lying there and he realises he's still alive and he sounds the alarm and that's when that's when the police are involved I would have preferred if the police weren't involved in this one in any way shape or form at all because just like uh, JC Lee Dugard the police are fucking inept as fuck him. yeah now I mean like as we said there's not that much murder kinda of going on in, in in Finland, of this ilk, sort of like a mass murder, like loads of people just getting stabbed up. Not that much. So the police show up and instead of cordoning off the scene and sort of taking evidence and everything... They did a
1: JonBenet Ramsey on it. Yeah. Is what they did and they just tramped through every fucking thing.
0: And he just invite the town up yeah. to try and help find Come clues. Come up and help find a clue. Yeah, like it's a fucking Easter egg hunt. Yeah. So everyone's trampling through the scene. Everyone's just stepping on potential evidence. Uh, Like it's down by a shoreline. You'd have to imagine it would be a little bit of sand or soft muck. They might have been able to get... A footprint or something.
1: Now, Christine uh, Ronigan.
0: Yes, Ronigan's uh, on
1: again, is she? Yeah, I don't know. She could be right again on this one, though. She says they've got, they've not they've not had a major crime in that area, not ever. So maybe, like with what happened with Stephen Avery, yeah, uh, in the Making the Murder series, that these guys just didn't have that experience. They didn't know that you're supposed to do all this shit and yeah. just like blew their load and went
0: oh quick help
1: everybody like it was just like a community thing that they they didn't there was a couple of kids dead and they were like
0: oh what do we do treat it like a missing (laughs) person help go find something
1: rather than like obviously like high tech DNA analysis and um, you know uh, forensic investigation techniques simple common sense were super super, like uh, primitive in 1960 like they couldn't find murderers and stuff like that till the late 70s from DNA and all so I mean in 1960 it was kind of like did you do it and they're like no okay then <laughs> well, do you know what I mean like, don't the, think about doing <laughs> yeah, it they didn't have those kind of but like in fairness like they they the police probably didn't really know what they were doing and they weren't covering up for anything really there was no Police involvement, not like with the Stephen Avery case. Yeah. So you can't really blame them for going, I oh, yeah, fucking help everybody. Now, what they did find was a couple of little bits and bobs around the place, but no murder weapon. Yeah.
0: Now, what they found was there was um some missing wallets.
1: Yeah. Um Wallets, keys, and change. Yeah. So they thought maybe a robbery.
0: Yeah. Perchance perhaps. Motorcycles are still there.
1: Yeah. Why not the keys of the motorcycle? But the keys of the motorcycles were gone, but the motorcycle's still there. Yeah.
0: Right? Seppo's um, leather jacket was missing. And... Strangest of all for me was that uh, Niels Gustafsson's shoes were found seven hundred meters away. Yeah, that's fucked. And they were covered in blood. Yeah. So it's almost like the killer came along, said those are a nice pair of shoes, and I'm gonna, i I'd literally kill three people and wound another to get them.
1: And maybe he thought, oh shit, I blood on my shoes. But like when you get shit on your shoes after stepping in dog shit, you think oh, I'll just wipe it off the wet grass yeah. and I'll come off. So he got 700 meters away, wiping his way through the long grass of the Finnish lakeside and ended up going, oh, that blood is not going to come off. Fuck it. And just got rid of the shoes yeah. and went off like Huckleberry Finn style off yeah. into the sunset.
0: But like you'd have to imagine then the killer or showed sunrise. up with no shoes
1: on. Yeah. A no shoes killer yeah. in a secluded part of a suburb of Helsinki by a lake.
0: And you have to like nineteen, like mm. Finland is is like somebody just took a lot of trees and put a few little cities in the middle of them. It's <laughs> yeah. just fucking. It's just yeah. trees, man. It's like a lab with a, a
1: paintbrush just went. Yeah. <laughs> and I call it Finland.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just you like, know,
1: a paint 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 of it, like Sim City, you know, just like oh, I'm an industrial area there, yeah. <laughs> 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 residential <Yeah>. area here. <laughs>
0: so it's nobody's gonna be rambling around with no shoes on Sebastian suggest suggests what's he saying
1: that it is uh, uh, trophies that the shoes were a trophy
0: but he left them behind then he didn't take everybody's shoes and he only took the shoes of the one person he didn't kill mm. so it's a weird and, and like for me for my money the only person that these shoes are gonna really properly fit is, is is Niels Gustafsson they're his they're his shoes yeah you know, but his name is Niels and not Walks, so maybe he didn't <laughs> take him anywhere. And he was lying down, so he, he's not stands. So it's just weird that shoes were found 700 meters away,
1: I'm covered in the victim's blood.
0: Yeah, and you're missing the 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 murder weapons, and you're missing a leather jacket now. and
1: and no other DNA from any other person. So like exactly a fifth person. When you're lashing lads with a rock, and somebody might fight back, and you have a knife, and you might nick yourself and drop a few. Drops of blood, you know, around the place, or even I think even like you sneezed or you fucking jizzed or you did something. No DNA found, and they have the tent, yeah, and it's been analyzed like only recently, maybe in the last fifteen years, by British uh, forensic investigators, and it and it wasn't it wasn't allowed, like it wasn't analyzed properly, or maybe it wasn't like discovered, but they only found four people's DNA and it was the four people yeah. who were in the tent. So like obviously one of them had something to do or your man was fucking uh, Forrest Whitaker in Ghost Dog. And he <laughs> just, he was just completely like he had one lazy eye. Yeah, he was a uh, lay on the professional. Just yeah. coming in and pew 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 pew.
0: But like if you're going in and you're beating like rocks of, Yeah, rock, rocks and I knives mean, are yeah, it's that's, pretty primal, right? That's like shit that's around. Yeah. So, I mean, and then for him to take the shoes and just leave them there. So, if, I mean, Niels, for me, is looking like suspect number one. Yeah. You know, his, his wounds weren't life-threatening. They were mainly superficial. He was the only one not stabbed. And his girlfriend, the one who was found with her trousers around her ankles and dead on top of the tent with him, was stabbed more times than anybody else. And a good lot of her stab wounds were post-mortem. So even after she died, it was she was still being stabbed. That's a frenzied attack. Yeah, that's, that's like hate.
1: a crime of passion.
0: Exactly. So that's real, like fuck you. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like if this is just some dude that happens upon them, and he starts killing them, he's not going to like. And Niels is outside the tent, so I mean, like if Neil's manages to get out, or maybe he nips off for a slash, and he comes back up and finds. Or maybe he the gets guys. out
1: afterwards and just like couldn't get anywhere and he just like collapsed, but he's able to get outside, yeah. so he didn't.
0: He could have been underneath to try herself. Call, yeah, to
1: try and call yeah. for help. I just uh, those... I'm not
0: getting any sleep in this tent at all. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's pretty stuffy. Yeah. Uh, for those of you that are in the chat room, uh, just uh, we're going to ask intermittently as we go along. Now, do you think Niels is guilty or innocent? And and we wait for all those uh we'd wait for all those replies now. Um, there was a couple of other uh, witnesses to the event. There was one boy who was uh, fishing. And he uh, he saw this this blonde man leave the scene, yep. long hired blonde man. And uh, there was another woman who witnessed the crime scene, uh, but didn't come forward until she was interviewed for a television documentary in two thousand and four. When the case reemerged in the Finnish media, and this case has basically, because of the the circumstances around it, has kept Finnish teenagers from staying out late for fifty years uh, as a type of like a Friday the thirteenth or bogeyman story. And uh, this woman only comes forward in 2004. So, like, yeah, that's a bit 50 whack. or 60 years of Finnish teens being afraid of this, like, black, shadowy, red-eyed, like, teenager-killing. mothman Mothman monster. And they're like, oh, you can't go up to, uh, you know, Finger finger Lake <laughs> to get to drop the hand and uh, maybe see if you can, uh, you know, get some, uh, uh <laughs> was it, Pet- petrified uh, uh, sardines <laughs> on your finger so now we all have to uh, make sure we are in organized uh, sexual encounters in uh, maybe inside youth clubs or uh, for uh, you know these uh, discotheques we can't just like go out to the forest and uh, try and drop the hand on a young Finnish girl, it's so unfair and this woman could have come forward and said "This uh, she's, we can be free now and go and uh, finger bang everyone we want to <laughs> I mean, our education system is uh, probably the best in the world, but they couldn't teach somebody how to make sure that all the teens in Finland could, uh, you know, play the double knuckle shuffle. (laughs) It's not fair. I don't think it is fair.
0: No, that's lovely. That's a beautiful... I can't wait for a Finnish Gordo to appear on Twitter now. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be good. That's a
1: pretty good Finnish accent. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not as bad.
0: yeah, but like 50 years, man, of fucking telling that scary story. And like, she's just keeping herself in 2004, which is an interesting date as well, given what happens later on. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll get to that.
1: With Gustafsson emphatically denied that uh, that he, he he was the murderer.
0: Yeah, he says, I've nothing to do with this. He's like, My it wasn't girlfriend. me. It wasn't me. Look at me face.
1: But this woman, who was silent until 2004, claims that th- these two boys, Seppo and Niels, uh, came over to her and visited her because she was in a tent that was close by
0: yes.
1: their camp. And the two boys came over a bit pissed and they were all like, hey, rah, 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 giving her all of this. And they behaved very aggressively and they were drunk. Yeah. And that's why she remembers them. Why didn't she come forward until 2004? Yeah, until the case was now out in the open. It was one of the most famous cases in Finland ever.
0: And all of a sudden, it's back in the mm-hmm. news again. Mm-hmm. And she know, goes, "I want kind of oh, a couple
1: or... of, I want a couple of Bob." Yeah, and I'm saying, "Then two lads were really aggressive and whatever." And Gustafsson says, "I absolutely didn't talk to that woman." And uh, they looked in Bjorklund's diary to see if. It had happened because she was like a meticulous note keeper. Yeah. Similarly, with you know the people in the off Pass, obviously, 1960, you've not much for doing only making diary entries and stuff. And this diary entry doesn't say that. Oh, the two boys went over it to try and be aggressive and drunk to a woman. Say like, aggressive, aggressive. Like <laughs> uh, aggressive. Aggressive. Like yeah. that. And aggressive. Aggressive. And they didn't want to. Didn't want to do that. Like you know. Christine, is that a, is that a, like a good Finnish accent? I think it's like pretty. She's <laughs> from Finland, is she? You no, know, she's from uh, Nor Norway. No, uh, no. Nor- <laughs> Gord says, uh, "Dear dear, <laughs> dear daddy, I am going to be murdered in a few minutes." That's so funny, man. Um, yeah, it's bananas. Like it's a fucked up, like crazy, unbelievable story, and it's very. Uh, you know teen movie-ish and it's also very final destination and it's also very uh like uh, you know um the hills Everyone have eyes-y. camp <laughs> yeah
0: it's a Hill- burn we got a murder up here
1: it's hills have eyesy and it's all it kind of spurred on that that weekend murder kind of stuff you know
0: yeah that kind of, yeah like monday to friday you're buttoned yeah. down you're doing yeah. your job and at the weekend you just let loose have a Miller, kick off your, your shoes and, and kill your a few mate. people yeah, yeah.
1: It does seem very suspicious that he was lying on top and so was his girlfriend. Yeah. And she was naked from the waist down and it seemed like, I don't know, maybe a fit of jealousy or no, nobody it, knows the anecdotal story behind it. Now yeah. I've listened to like four podcasts on this, yeah, the only too. four yeah. that are online. I've listened to those this. as well. Yeah, then. all four yeah. of them. And I watched like a couple of different documentaries and I read and read and read. Trying I listened to, find to an
0: offload of Children of Bottom by accident. I didn't. because I knew what it, it was. No. It was No, I knew because I listened to them before, but it just wound up in, in YouTube. And all of a sudden, it just kind came up, hmm, and then you know, fr- it, stig, yeah, and You're like, but I didn't.
1: I didn't want to. I didn't want to, you know, get get tainted by somebody else's podcast. So I read some stuff first. Yeah, I couldn't find out what what the history of these guys was. Yeah, it's not. It's not. They didn't exist really before. I mean, they're famous because of this. But why would anyone keep? Why would anyone keep that records of like a teenager's goings on? It just seems so odd that this young lad. Could have killed his friends. Yeah. Now,
0: there are other suspects. Yes. There are other suspects. There are a few other suspects. Yeah. So, one of the main suspects was uh, Penti Soynanen. That's a pretty good pronoun. Yeah, I get that. Penti Soynanen. Penti He uh, was
1: convicted of violent crimes in the 60s. The and he 60s. Uh, confessed to the murders at the age of 14 whilst in the prison. That sounds a bit Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> he was convicted of violent crimes. <laughs> he was after killing all the people while you go camping. but this is serious stop no stop yeah sorry he he was 14 yeah he's 14 and he's like yeah when I was 14 I did all that shit and then like uh, 9 years later he hung himself in prison yeah 1969 because by the time he was 16 he had fucking killed a bunch of other people and then he was like, yeah, I'm a psychopath. Oh, yeah, by the way, those kids that were on the lake, I killed them. Yeah. And the night that he hung himself was the anniversary of the
0: night of the murders. Ah, oh, that's weird, In 1969. Man. Yeah. But it's kind of like the police didn't... They My kind gosh. of said, yeah, that's mad that you've you've confessed. But he kind of meant, we don't really believe him because he's a violent psychopath. He takes drugs.
1: He yeah. wouldn't.
0: He, seems, he couldn't possibly. Seems like the type to lie. Yeah, he seems on the level. I like this kid. Yeah, fuck so, that. So um, he sort of... he Yeah, he confessed, but then he, he topped himself. So they never really got anywhere with himself except
1: for a fucking full and frank confession but yeah, yeah
0: exactly but you were like oh no he's off his rocker so we can't accept that but then he was still in prison for things that he did do that he did admit to yeah and he went, well that, we'll take that then yeah I, I think
1: if it was an American if it was an American justice system would been, yeah great pin it all on him yeah case closed all over the shop let's go to the pope. yeah
0: but it's I, I think he was in a in a different I think he had an alibi yeah maybe. however shaky in a different town yeah, maybe but I don't think he offered. I don't know if somebody else came along. I know oh, he was over there. He wasn't killing anybody. You're like, all right, well, that's. There's a lot of, people that's in the,
1: lot of people in the chat room saying that they think it was Neil's. They think it was Niels. Some people saying it's not. Gord says uh, Neil's did it. He was in cahoots. And uh, Gav says maybe Niels didn't do it. Now it's one of those things where you're going. We're going to go through the suspects now and give out their details, and it very well, very well could have been like guilty so far. Some say, yeah, but I do think that. Um,
0: Waited of, of the rest of them. Yeah,
1: some of these suspects kind of like, oh yeah, no, it was definitely him. Especially the, the after-death testimony of their closest <laughs> yeah, relatives. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, we also want to welcome Rachel. She's in the chat room right now with us hoping she'd throw a comment and have a go. Oh,
0: it's not my ex, is it?
1: No, no, no. Thank fuck. Not this time. So, uh, so who's who's the
0: kiosk man? So the kiosk man or Voldemort Gilbag. No, his name is, did uh, <laughs> I pronounce that right? His name is Voldemort Gilström. Uh he was one of the prime suspects. Um he was known to absolutely fucking hate campers, yet still owned a kiosk near a campsite. So I don't know if he's just a fucking glutton nah, for punishment. Yeah. So <laughs> a masochist. Yeah. So um he he actually killed himself as well. Fuck off. Yeah, I'm Tarantino in this. I'm gonna start with his death and I'll walk the way right back, back nice. until he's alive again. Uh, so he actually drowned in Lake Bottom. Not too far from where the three kids were killed. Again, on the nine-year anniversary of the murders.
1: So, two lads on the night of the, uh, on the, night of the 5th of June, 1969, yep. killed themselves while being attached to this murder in two separate places. Yes. One in jail and one in the actual lake next to the... Bu- That's... Yeah. Mm. Now,
0: as it turns out, while drunk, hmm. he confessed to the murders to his neighbor... Oh. saying I killed them. I killed them. I killed them. Them them. him. <laughs> I killed him. Who <laughs> will work on the Finnish? <laughs> I will work on my Finnish. I don't know if it all comes out as Borat. <laughs> uh, is that this East in Europe? That's no, where the hell is this from? Part of Mexico you from. Uh, I think, mate. <laughs> Andale Andale are no. Hey, so, mate, I'm from Finland, <laughs> man. <mate. laughs> so you're better at accents <laughs> than me. <laughs> but um so I'll definitely have to work up on that. Uh so, Gilstrom. Yeah. Gilstrom filter uh, fell in his courtyard a few after the murders. Gilstrom apparently he had a well, and yeah, some people
1: had, said he. He took a fall, like you all had wells at yeah, that point. He yeah, he had a
0: well. It was the thing to do. And he had a well, and he was said to have thrown the murder weapon and all the other paraphernalia and stuff that like he stole Like Sepo's jacket some, and stuff. Seppo's jacket. Yeah, and the wallet. And the wallet stuff into the well and then filled it in. Guilty. A couple of days it's after the, the murders. a
1: guilty man for yeah.
0: So. People went... They fucking searched his premises, but they never dug the well.
1: Yeah. To
0: to see... I mean, like... But it's hard to dig out
1: a well, but... Do you know what I mean?
0: If I could get a backhoe and just... Yeah, area, you like.
1: have to go all the way down and then dig in through the side. And they don't know at which point... Like, he could have, like, quarter filled it with cement and then threw the stuff in and then filled the rest of it... Or third filled with it. it's
0: a finite room. area. Like, it's not like he dropped it down know, and you he just hear a bunch of Chinese lads going, why that? You know what I mean? He's I just know. fucking... <laughs>
1: I, know. I just think... <laughs> I think it's... maybe Yeah, but I mean, if they're going to solve a 60-year-old murder dig up, dig a fucking well. Yeah, like, I
0: mean, like, fucking the time team... Can find Baldrick dinosaurs and shit. ...can yeah, go and I fucking know. knock on somebody's door and goes, I think there's a, an ancient cloister in your back garden. Yeah. And they dig it up. Like, it's like, I think we can solve a murder that's fucking 50 years old, can we? You know, he just fucking he didn't do it and that's again the police fucking dropping the ball. So they searched his house but they found nothing incriminating at all. Um but as as again, whilst drunk he did confess to the murders to his neighbour.
1: But Gilstrom's wife, yes. wife was his alibi.
0: Gilstrom's wife was his alibi. She was
1: she was like Yeah, he definitely he was with me. Yeah,
0: we were banging, finger banging, back it. back when it was safe. Yeah. And like those
1: 100%. old days in the forest, before these murders, and a woman can go out and get finger-banked by an 18-year-old at the age of 15 with no repercussions.
0: <laughs> so, she was his alibi and they were happy enough with that. Um, however, before her death and after his, she claimed her husband had threatened her, should she tell the oh. truth, yeah, but said after his death, she knew it was him. So, she basically just upended his alibi after he died.
1: Yeah. So we had the
0: well situation, yeah. he didn't like campers, yeah. alibi guy. He was throwing
1: he used to throw stones at cyclists and yeah. stuff on the way by. he's just a cranky old fucker. Once screamed at a
0: pigeon. <laughs> it's fucking shout, weird shit.
1: Shout at a cloud. He
0: yeah. <laughs> 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 used to go around robbing people's scabs.
1: <laughs> this is madness, right? This guy this next one. Okay, My so we, we right, we'll chalk it down then. Who thinks the Gilstrom is guilty? Uh, tweeting if you're at this far in the show and you think like he didn't like campers it is a Scooby-Doo bad guy says Paul Fake News he goes it's a Scooby-Doo bad guy uh, uh, Valdemar Gaelström, uh was known as the kiosk man he was cranky and he has, has been outed by his wife as saying uh, yeah he was the one that did it I know because it was him he wasn't there and I lied in my alibi after his yeah. death like that's pretty fucking incriminating right that's fairly damning okay okay Here's my favorite one. You're not a tits, man. You're not a legs, man. You're Hans (laughs) Assman. That's the guy's name.
0: That's a tremendous
1: name. It's fucking the best name ever. Hans (laughs) Assman.
0: Sounds like uh, you should be in DX.
1: (laughs) Christine knew it was Assman. She was like in with the things like Assman. Capital letters. Loves it. Loves it. So tell us about Hans Assman. So Hans
0: Assman, um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> there may be <laughs> there may be some uh, juvenile giggling now. Just a little, little bit. So <laughs>
0: Hans Assman, Hans Assman is seen as the most suspicious suspect, especially because your one's arse was out. So yeah. maybe He's like, I just need to see an ass. I am the ass man. Yeah. Anyway, Hans Assman is seen as the most take suspicious her, take suspect. Your uh, allegedly, he was a KGB spy, and that he had served uh, in the SS and had been a guard at Auschwitz.
1: That's guilt upon guilt. So yeah. he's seen some shit. That's like po- like, pos- like post like uh, uh, post post death guilt, or people yeah. go and look back at his history, look at some shitty things he did. He's fucking Auschwitz yeah. SS, and he was in the KGB, and then he was down in a campground. Now, if you look at pictures of this guy, yeah, he he's looks a freaky looking fucker, so creepy. Yeah. and the photo fits. that Nils uh, uh, Gustafsson did under hypnosis. He did a photo fit with an artist. And there's a motherfucking picture from the funeral of one of the kids that died. And this lad is standing right in the middle of it looking like Hans' ass man and this uh, photo fit that your man done under hypnosis. You're going... Why are you there? And nobody knows who he is or yeah. why he was at the funeral. He's like, a that's weird some phantasm-looking sketch. motherfucker. There's some sketchy shit, But he's got shit, bulgy bro. eyes
0: and a big fat head, but it's like so on the money yeah. of a description. Mm-hmm. And he had the dirty blonde hair as well. Mm-hmm. So um, so not only was he in Auschwitz, but he went to Helsinki Hospital on the 6th of June 1960. That's the night after the murder. the Sunday night. Yeah, he was disheveled and his clothes were covered in red stains. From? Redness.
1: Kiora? From yeah. Ribena, yeah, he had Ribena all over, and he was
0: being pursued by junkies. Hence the dishevelled nature yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, so um there was an attendant the hospital said that he was covered in blood and called called the coppers. But so uh in the hospital, Asman was aggressive and nervous because <laughs> people were asking what his name was, Uh and hospital staff claimed his behaviour suggested guilt, as you do. He was also dressed in clothes similar to the description of the murderer, and he had cut his hair. Cut his hair in the day? Yeah, <laughs> the day after. The the details of a long-haired blonde man, a long-haired blonde man, a long blonde-haired blonde man, blonde man was found at the river. He cut his hair off.
1: Yeah, that's really suspicious. Yeah.
0: Not only that, but Asman lived within five kilometers of Bottom, his favorite place to be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where do you
1: <laughs> Where do you live? Where do you live? Um, it was a choice between Bottom <laughs> in Finland or like. Uh, Butthole, Tennessee.
0: Yeah. It's just one or the other. But I don't like, I, I mean, I've seen pictures of a... Uh, I live in Perennium, Missouri. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's your name? Ass yes, man.
0: <laughs> so um, he was uh, He was also uh, living in five kilometers of bottom uh, as only a short distance from the shore. Uh, the police did not take asman stained clothing. <laughs> 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 they, were, they
1: were manky dirty. Yeah, exactly. Like, our our, our G, G man has has just come in and
0: said he'd love to live in Dildo, Newfoundland. <laughs> I really hope that's a real place. New Poundland. New Poundland. So, um, so doctors claimed that they were certainly the stains were blood, but the police would not take them. I don't fucking know why they wouldn't hell. even just take a fucking sample because there
1: was no other DNA at the scene, and they didn't think. But whose fucking blood could it be if they had it? Took the took the, fucking exactly. and done the thing could have been the sample of the blood from the victims exactly like, why, again like, ball just dropped
0: t- take everything that you can like that's so, mad and then stranger again ass man has been linked with other unsolved homicides aha uh-huh. yeah such as Kaliki Sari's murder did I pronounce uh, that correctly
1: I guess so there's a lot of K's in it
0: Kaliki Sari I think Kaliki is that where the Wookies are from <laughs> um and the double murder in Heinevesi, two points of that, please, which took place just ten months earlier. So he could be a, a serial killer.
1: Yeah, it's, it is mad. And like you said, he did match the photo fit. Yeah. and you know, it, it does look so much like you'd have to look at the picture of this dude. Yeah, together. have a look at, and then I have these pictures up in the article that goes along with this uh, episode. Yeah, look at them the, on the, at the least website, and then You so know, be. Com, Check it out. There, he does have that like bulgy eye with the bags under the eye kind of weird like demon headmaster looking he looks like a strangler he looks like he had been strangled yeah and he looks like a strangler yeah it's
0: so he's a he's a a freaky looking fucker but like the next day he shows up covered in blood he goes to a hospital he's got the weird shit going on with auschwitz and the kgb and all that i mean like could be a serial killer
1: Mm, you never know my my money is still on Gustafsson. Oh, yeah. Even though in late March 2004, 44 years after the murder, the Finnish police declared the case solved based on an analysis of bloodstains that according to the the official statement, Gustafsson erupted in a jealous anger over his feelings for Bjorklund, which was his new girlfriend. And that was the girl that was found with no no pants on on top of the tent. Uh, She was stabbed multiple times after she got the, the fatal knock on the head so why would you stab a, a person after they died unless it was like a a crime of passion and you were like yeah you fucking bitch you fucking do you know like giving it the whole uh,
0: your face contorted there stuff. yeah I mean
1: that's what it's we a need that's what we a need a camera in here yeah. just to get those um, incriminating shots, flailing armaments. but yeah. it was yeah. It's anger. It's 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 passion. It's
0: it's, it's yeah. yeah. It's, it goes beyond just it. It goes beyond someone going. I don't like campers. Yeah. Because not not to sound like a psycho myself, but if I didn't like campers and I knew those people camping, I'd set their tent on fire with them in it and kill them as they came out. Yeah. I wouldn't start wailing on them with a with a rock and knife
1: in the tent. In the tent, like uh, a a a shitty game of whack a mole.
0: Yeah. So, uh,
1: Just with finished teens. Uh, Gord says, he like he goes, uh, I don't love you anymore. Stop, 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 stop. Or it could be like, I love you too much. Stop, 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 stop. Yeah. Or do you love, I love you. Do you love me? I have a knife. Do you love me? I have a rock and a knife. Do you love me? Oh, no, you have paper. Are you weird? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have paper, a paper restraining order. Yeah. But it's just like so... So strange that the way that, that Gustafsson has left the scene and yeah. there's no other DNA and stuff like that. And then, so she she was stabbed multiple times, right? And and Gustafson didn't have as vicious a stabbing. Yeah. He didn't have as vicious a baiting. Like these guys were mulched and he was like, I'm kind of okay, right? So it is but a scratch. After he was rearrested in two thousand four, the trial started on August 5th, August the fourth, two thousand five, and the prosecution called for life imprisonment for the murder. And it was argued that the re-examination of all evidence using the modern techniques like DNA profiling from the the British, um, investigate the British, uh, um, investiga- the, the British uh, forensic investigators. The, it raised suspicion towards Gustafsson because there was blood on the shoes and there was nobody else's DNA at the crime scene and he was the only one left alive. So the defense argued that the murders were the work of one or more outsiders and that Gustafsson would have been incapable of killing three people given the extent of the injuries that he was left with. And I'm like, not if he killed them first and then yeah, did exactly. the injuries, you clowns. And they don't
0: seem to take into account the fact that maybe the other three were piss drunk. Yeah, and they maybe might have responded. Didn't been able fight to respond back like, they were it. just exactly. like,
1: bah. On the seventh of October two thousand five, Gustafson was acquitted of all charges, and uh, like we said before, the DNA found at the scene was only from those four teens. There was no other DNA. Now there was a pillowcase found near the scene, with blood and semen on it. I mean, that my mother's pillowcase. That could be. <laughs> that could be anybody's pillowcase, right? Yeah. That could be everybody's pillowcase.
0: Who the fuck brings a pillow camping?
1: Uh, who the fuck brings a pillow with a lot of blood and cum on it? And I'm like, <laughs> maybe that's the pillowcase after a night or two out in the forest. Like,
0: just a poor pillowcase out on its own, like, trying to get home. Yeah, no, I mean, pillowcase come out and play. <laughs> we have a
1: we have a pillowcase that we can lean up against the wall at a forty five degree angle. <laughs> like everyone has a towel like that, but I'm <laughs> saying this this pillow, <laughs> this my special towel. Uh, it this, does doesn't fold. It easily. Doesn't fold. Oh, man, it cracked. Oh, just cracks like fucking you gotta, taffy. You got to wax it down like a boogie board. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keep it supple. But but a wanky blankie, Freddie Jane says. <laughs> Freddie Jane, a wanky blankie. JonBenét Ramsey's brother had one. It smells like the sea in here. Um, <laughs> That, they, that they, they found a fucking blanket, but then they tested the blood and they tested the semen and it belonged to nobody. And I was like, shit, why is there like a random cum blanket yeah. in the middle of a camping site that was... And
0: I've ever project. been to a camp and site.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, blood and come on this thing. Like, that's a weird thing to find at the That's an right? aggressive wanky. I and mean, especially yeah.
0: if the blood wasn't from... If it was all anywhere. from one
1: person, you're like, Jesus. Yeah. But they tested it and it wasn't from any of the people from the campsite. So they obviously, like, ruled it out to be not nothing to do with those people. But it could have been, like, this guy had, like, a trophy, like, a mop-up blanket. And yeah. And he would, like, kill people and then mop the blood and bring it with him. And he just dropped it. He's like, ugh. Yeah. Whoever did it, like... But that's a weird thing to find, like a pillowcase with
0: common blood on it. That's that's a weird thing to find any day of the week. Yeah. but Near a murder scene, even more so. Did they keep that pillow, the DNA profile, and see if they can? You know, especially now that they have like the DNA. I don't know. Because they're solving really crimes all know. the time. Yeah, it's, it's fucked up. Because I'd like to fucking get an end to this one.
1: Yeah, this one has almost no end. Yeah. Almost no end. So, like Gustafsson was basically put up for the murder after <laughs> exhausting all other options. And he was kind of pinned on it in two thousand four, and in two thousand five, he was like, "Yeah, you're innocent, hundred percent." And he's like, "Brilliant, brilliant, got away with it." Now he had he had like admitted to doing it a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. He 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 was uh, you know drinking with some people, and he's like, "Yeah, I did that. I feel really bad about it."
0: Like want to get finger blasted.
1: <laughs> it was just uh, like uh, everyone's commi- fucking confessing to this thing.
0: Yeah, it seems Something. like it, like if you want to get any sort of notoriety or anybody to look at you for a while, you'll say you did in it in Finland. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, so, yeah, because
1: so, if he said in, anywhere else, he wouldn't really care. Signing in as a psychopath. Uh, Gilstrom's wife dobbed him in. Yeah. Ass man is, like, coming into the into the hospital going, yeah, like, check it out. Did this shit. And then is getting drunk and, and uh, confessing over a few drinks. Like, everybody wants to be part of this thing. But nobody's convicted for it. And the, the chance of getting at the evidence like the uh, Valdemar Gilstrom's well... Could be full of, like, leather jackets, wallets, and murder weapons. Yeah. Because they never found a murder weapon. That's fucked Exa- up. Yeah.
0: I mean, like, and when you think about it, it's like, if you go, see, if you go fishing, because they wear fishing. Yeah. You're going to bring a knife with you. Because you're not just going to catch a fish, especially in the 60s, you catch a fish and release it again. Mm. If you catch a fish, that's dinner. So you're going <laughs> to have to gut it. Yeah. And there's no mention of them finding a knife. There should have been a knife at the at the crime scene. Now, I know the absence of evidence isn't the evidence of absence, but still, still, you know what I mean? There's there's an awful lot of stuff pointing towards
1: somebody in a campsite hiding some shit. Yeah. The 700 meters away shoes was the thing for me. I'm like, seems to
0: me like you wrapped all the shit up in your man's jacket, all the uh, wallets stuff. make it look like a a robbery hmm. and the murder weapons, wrap them all up in a jacket and either bring them off, stick them up in a tree, throw them into the lake or bury them somewhere, kick his shoes off and walk back. So he wouldn't leave a trail of blood from the crime scene to there and then back again.
1: There you go, chalk it down. Steve yeah. Elliot has it solved.
0: Then go back, bash. Try his and face. search,
1: try and search around where he left the shoes. Then yeah,
0: bash his face with a rock a couple of times. Mm. Lump launch that into the river because nobody's going to fucking.
1: Gav agrees with you. Yeah. Anybody else agree with Steve? That's that's. <laughs> Guard says the Steve should work for the Finnish police.
0: I'm um, I'm not inept enough.
1: Paul asks where were you where were you that night? <laughs> Swimming
0: around at that is bowel sack.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. That's my mad. Dad was three. That's mad. So uh, Gustafson was a bus driver and he lived a normal life until he was uh, uh, like accused of this crime in two thousand and four, and he was arrested by the police uh, uh, and and sent to trial almost immediately. And in two thousand and five, the Finnish National Bureau of Investigation declared the case reopened, and these these new blood stains that were found on the tent, um, matching matching uh, Gustavson. So there's four only four DNA samples found. That's that's the clincher for me. Like, if there's if there's one extra murderer coming around that scene with all of the touch DNA that you can get nowadays yeah. and all of the, you know, if someone a little bit of spittle or some sweat or some, like if you're baiting four people to death with a rocket, a drop of sweat is going to fall off. Exactly. You. And if they examine every little inch of this canvas tent, surely some fucking thing is going to show
0: yeah. up. Yeah. And why is your wand's trousers down?
1: Why is she stabbed extra yeah. times?
0: Do you like I mean... Do- the way I see this, like if somebody happened upon this and said I'm going to kill all these people and he started whacking and stabbing furiously mm. and Niels is outside the only way I could see it is that Niels went out for a slash and he came back to find everyone having a slash as well but yeah. this time with a knife <laughs> and he was like oh you you feck. your man isn't going to turn around hit him on a rock a few times and leave him at that he's going to be like you've had to ruin me fun stab 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 unless your man was given your one something extra
1: yeah maybe he had him niels, on a, he had him on a tree some you know mm.
0: it's it's weird but i mean like there's too many things like i mean if there was only if if it was if niels was just found on the top of the tent and his shoes were near him i'd kind of go okay
1: the shoes is the clincher the for shoes you. the four the four, the away, four only, only four sets of dna yeah is the thing that gets me
0: that puts only four people in my mind at the crime scene and only one is walking away.
1: Paul Fake News is uh, eagerly awaiting your book, If I Had Done It. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Story of Lake Bottom by Steve Elliott. What I'll
0: do is I'll take a load of murders and say, this is how I would have done it. Yeah. 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 Oh, brilliant. Yeah. That's a great podcast. That'd be, that'd be a fucking harrowing thing. My family doesn't do a crime.
1: Yeah. The, the, the clinches for me is the four DNA and the and the weird uh, cummy, cummy pillowcase. Yeah. Um, the fact that they stole the gear as well without yeah. it being a robbery and the bikes and left the bikes you think maybe let's they didn't know to start the bike let's make it a getaway like two we'll walk everybody up at six tomorrow the
0: they're all dead not, the, like women, not, not t- the women not the women
1: across the way I, I wonder like that's that if woman if that woman wasn't even there that woman that was there did she not hear people shouting and screaming obviously like there was shouts and screams that's if know? she
0: was there there's nothing in her diary there's, in, like, there's nothing in her diary saying that two lads came home more aggressive yeah. but is there anything in her diary going nice day for a bit of camping
1: yeah it's weird you know It's weird.
0: And it doesn't sound like that's a nice place to go camping if you've got fucking that Lula living up on a hill, throwing rocks at you and screaming at squirrels for making too much noise, you know?
1: Yeah. It is a strange one and it's a short enough case. I mean, that's all there is out there to find. I'm sure that you can go online and uh, uh, read a few different articles. There is a few different other podcasts, like Sword and Scale do an episode of this and uh, the Generation Y podcast and Thinking Sideways do. But there isn't a lot of stuff because... It was 1960. It was Finland. There was no real, um, like, police reports or police files made. Or police uh, training. Or training or efforts or any kind of work. But, like, there was enough DNA evidence in the tent that they kept for 60 years to recall your man back to court. And I just think he had good lawyers and it was, like, too long. There's no statute of limitations on murder, so it was just, like...
0: And it seemed like the defense's uh, whole idea was... He couldn't possibly have done this with the injuries he had. And it doesn't seem like the prosecution said maybe he got them after it. Yeah. You know, it just seemed like it was just a flimsy, flimsy defense that just was it was enough to defeat a crappy, crappy prosecution.
1: Uh, from, from the Discord server, Christine says, throwing axes and knives is quite normal in Scandinavia as a hobby. Just like, uh, like throwing knives or like, oh, I'm getting into being a Viking or something like that. Like just... Getting throwing axes and practicing or whatever is it? And Freddie Jane says, "I keep saying this, but Niels was not able to give any description uh, he, of anyone. He said it was a black figure with red eyes. and I'm like, yeah, way to be vague. There yeah, he said that
0: under hypnosis. I think he gave the description. There is a picture of it. He mm, said a man who looks a lot like yeah, yeah. ass man. He had um, he had the. I think he said he had dark eyes and he had the blonde hair and he had bulging eyes and he had a, a, a fat mouth. But when I think when he looked at Ass Man, his mouth wasn't that fat. Yeah. But if, if it is Ass Man indeed, and you're stabbing somebody and hitting somebody, your eyes are going to be bulging, your mouth's probably going to be stretched wide open. Yeah. You know, your lips are going to look fat. So he did give Especially a description. Especially if
1: you're being stabbed, you're not going to.
0: And it did point the finger at Ass Man, but I don't think he was able to finger back up, him. Back
1: up, in, back up into it, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think he wasn't able to say, yeah, that's definitely him.
1: Yeah. It's, um... It's a, a confirmed from Christine. Yeah, it's people pretending to be Vikings, throwing knives and axes and stuff like that. That's pretty cool, but not if you're uh, getting betted out with a rock. I just think like that a lot of people in those days would have carried a knife.
0: Seems like to think that I carry one. Yeah. I was and just going to say, I don't know if to. you
1: felt comfortable everybody knowing that, but yeah, yeah, you carry a knife. But like, yeah, I've seen you use it here in practical terms here in the house like six or seven times. Yeah. There's, but I've there's, only there's ever a, used this. scissors. There's scissors on it. There's a knife that you've shown us but never use. And yeah. there's a couple other bits, like a toothpick. Yeah. And uh, that Which thing. I use for rebooting the modem. And there's another special blade for um, starting brand new toilet papers. Yeah. Brand new brand new toilet paper rolls. So like and whittling obviously uh, yeah. Gord said you can do some whittling which like, is
0: one thing not to do <clears throat> while you're leaning against a tree watching your child across the road just whittling yeah. his ship into a point while staring <laughs> at, him, <really laughs> at him and nobody a, knows that's your kid at the
1: playground full of kids yeah, yeah with headphones on yeah um, but yeah it's, it's it's just so strange that there was no knives there was no weapons of any kind found no murder weapon it's very like the outlaw Pass yeah in that way except there's a survivor who can't fucking tell us anything
0: yeah but see, you think, if, if if it was if it was him and the police would say, we've got this guy, his name's Hans Assman, we've got all yes. the circumstantial evidence, all we need is for you to put him at the scene of the crime, he'd finger him.
1: You finger know, the ass, man. He'd,
0: he'd finger the ass, man.
1: Uh, Rachel says she carries a knife as well, and Paul Fake News says he's, he carries one as well. Yeah. So it's not that strange, but no. to have, like, in the 60s, four kids going out to a camp and not find any knives, yeah.
0: that's... Especially when you go and fishing you have to cut a line, you might have to go to fish. Yeah, you know? That's
1: bananas. That is bananas. Like not even
0: a bottle opener, corkscrew, something, anything. Mm. You know? Or you a, a wallet to to.
1: or a keys or... Yeah. A life source, like a glint like, in the eye. But think about that then, right? The guy jumps out, has a rock, baits him all with a rock and then stabs him a bunch of times. Then pulls both Neil's and uh, Miley yeah. out of the thing, lays them out, takes off her pants. Yep. And then stabs her 15 times. Way more than the other people. But then only lightly kind of batters Yeah. And then has to go through all of their pants pockets and pulls out all their personal effects. And like go into the tent where all their stuff was. And pull out all the stuff including your man's jacket. And then gather it all up and then leave without leaving a trace of DNA evidence. And who the
0: fuck is bringing, who brings that much money camping? What are you going to buy when you're out there? You know, it doesn't seem like I mean, if, if, if a crazed fucker came along and killed them all uh, fine, yeah. but somebody's not going to come along to rob them.
1: If Freddie Jane said, if the murderer had uh, his own transport, he wouldn't have been able to take their motorbikes. That's, that's a good point.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. But he didn't seem to have his own shoes. <laughs> yeah. And it was 700 meters in the other direction. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um Gord asks, did anyone ask why these kids were really there? I bet they had some uh summoned an evil deity and got all massacred. Demons run off at their loose change. Could be. Could have been a loose change demon. Sure. Jingles. Looking for looking for it could have been a junkie looking for a drop of <laughs> Yeah. Um Yeah, it's it's it could yeah, I mean it could have been doing a, a, a demon thing and been Possessed and killed by the same uh, spirit that killed those kids at the Atlas Path. More than likely, though, it was probably Nils Gustafsson who uh, killed his Mrs. in the Crime of Passion and got away with it. I would
0: say so, yeah. That's what and I'm gonna, just, I, that's It, it just seems it like there's to. there's just one piece of evidence missing. There's just some linchpin to the whole thing that just isn't there.
1: Or it's been overlooked a bunch of times. Yeah. Or it's too old now and they can't be properly tested.
0: Like, have they, have they tried looking up? You know what I mean? They just... A, yeah, just, yeah. a knife just floating in the air oh, he tied it to a balloon and it's still there 50 years or later or like
1: go and excavate the entire site and try yeah. and find a leather jacket that wraps up like a load of murder weapons and yeah. a, a bunch of a bunch of wallets you know like if you, put, if that if you got fucking the leather well, jacket you
0: know put loads of rocks in it put the weapons in it zip it up wrap it up the arms and lump launch it into the river now it seemed like the police now the police did go out and they did drag the lake but from what I read and from what I heard they treated it like a, a vacation you just went out there and we're like, we yeah. Want to get some beers and we're going to drag the lake. Yeah, why wouldn't you? That's from Amsterdam. <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, We're on holiday, yeah. Finland from Amsterdam.
1: <laughs> um I I, I I like this, and this is what we're probably going to finish the show on. A pun from Christine. She says the knife is at the bottom of the lake.
0: Ah, Oh, oh like that's it.
1: good for second for English as a second language, yeah. that's really good. Okay, well that's it then for those conspiracy guys for the Lake Bottom orders. If you have any other speculations or you think uh you know what happened or you can figure it out or look online there's loads and loads of stuff online uh, most of which we've succinctly described here but there are maybe some details that we've overlooked or some little small detail that wasn't printed in about yeah. i think i had about 20 different articles about this up yeah it's trawling through and some of the some of the um some of the uh, uh the articles like in the guardian it has all the years are all wrong like all the all the suspects died in wrong years and all that stuff. It was all like nineteen seventy two and nineteen seventy six and you're like come on, Guardian. But you you know what's you
0: know what's one thing that's weird is that from the four prime suspects, only one is still left alive, and that's Neils. He survived yeah. again.
1: Yeah, all these guys killed, killed yeah. themselves. Like that's to kill two lads killed themselves in the fucking nine year old of murder. One Separate, in the lake nearby. Like, near in the fucking lake that yeah. happened by that is fucked up. Um yeah, it's crazy. But I do think, yeah, you should look it up. Uh, go have a look at those pictures of the definitely, ass man. Definitely,
0: definitely. You, you can see pictures of where they were laying in the tent and you can yeah. see there's a cartoon that sort of... And there's pictures the pics, of exactly the tent. Where they are. There's pictures I'm going to put it up the on the our tent. website.
1: Yeah. So if you head over to our website, com and check out the article, we have all of these details as well as the show file for you to listen to. And then a few pictures and a couple of links to sources and stuff like that. And we will be putting out, uh, you know, top five best teenage summer murder... True crime cases as soon as you get some more true crime episodes in the can. Um thanks for joining us for these true crimes. They're short and sweet. Uh they get the info in. And uh we were been joined here live by the people from from Patreon on a Discord app. So if you want to join in the show the next time and have your say and get a comment in, uh go to patreon.com slash those conspiracy guys and sign up, drop a dollar, you'll be supporting the show and uh keeping us being awesome. And then if you get to Discord app or you can even get the Discord app now without signing up to, to, to Patreon uh, and get into the public Discord server and uh it means you'll be able to chat with all the other TCG heads and uh, exchange theories and have uh, have the crack and there's voice and text chat in those as well. We're on all sorts of social media under those conspiracy guys except for Twitter because they couldn't fit the hose so we're at Guys on Twitter and uh, we're on all the other sorts of stuff like for videos like uh, YouTube, VidMe. And we will be streaming the show on Twitch in the coming months. Uh, I'm full-time doing this stuff now, so expect more true crime episodes, shorter uh, conspiracy kind of profile episodes, and then obviously the big shows as well, coming up for the end of season five. If you joined us from Spin, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, Head over to anywhere you can subscribe to, or whatever podcast app you're using. I'd like to say thanks very much to Steve for joining us. Thanks for having me. For this one. Lake Bottom is an unsolvable fucked up, man. fucking mire of yeah. unsurety. And uh, thanks to all the people who joined us in the uh, the Discord server. You've been very good. So Christine, Freddie Jane, Northern Gord, uh, Brennan, Paul from Not Another Fake News cast, if you want to go and listen to some not fake news uh, facts. Uh, we've also got the lovely Rachel and then Gav, aka Sebastian Half. So thanks very much for joining us. This has been No Conspiracy Guys. I'm Gordo. I'm Steve. And uh, g- see you next time. Goodbye. Laters. They're doing the fingerings. <laughs>